If I were to ask this morning who among us sitting in this congregation likes change, I bet the vast majority of us would say, no, not me. We don't necessarily like change all of the time. In general, we don't like change because we're afraid to do something in a different way. We're creatures of habit, after all, right? It makes us feel stressed, gives us a sense of being overwhelmed, and for the most part, we're just comfortable with the status quo. We don't trust the one bringing the change sometimes, and we feel like change brings about new problems to have to sort through. And in our busy lives, that just seems like too much. Most of you know that I'm a French teacher at Davidson High School. I've been teaching there for just over 20 years. And there's one constant in the field of teaching, and that's change. It comes. And we complain about it, too. I'm sure this is probably the same scenario in your work environment. Change is everywhere. It's not just unique to teaching. During our professional development days that come each year, and as we revamp our new ways that we are evaluated as teachers, over the last 20 years, I've seen that change at least five times. Uh, just this past week, we were in a faculty meeting introducing the new way that we would be evaluated as teachers. You should have heard the grumbling in the room. It went on and on. Things like, we just got the last one. And how is this one really any different? Yet now I've got to go read several emails just to catch up, to fill out the surveys that I need to do so that they can evaluate me. It's the same thing with teaching methods in the classrooms and initiatives that the central office pushes down to the local classroom. I, again, I'm a French teacher, so I can't even count those. My wife could. But those new initiatives come day after day, year after year. And you can bet that as soon as that initiative is introduced and it is well underway, it'll change. It always does. We live in a constant world of change. Sometimes change can look good. The birth of a baby brings about a fun time. A lot of work, but a fun time. A celebratory event, announcing someone's retirement, entering a new phase of their life. That's a good thing. And sometimes we even catch ourselves saying, why didn't I think about that? That's a good idea. Change can be good. But more often than not, it has a negative connotation. The world is not new to this. We think that we're the only ones who are new to change, but that's not the case. Adam and Eve had their world turned upside down in a day's time at their own doing, but their lives changed. At one point in history, no one could write anything down. They just spoke. And to skip several thousand years in advance, there was the Industrial Revolution, where over a course of 20 years, we went from horses to mechanized vehicles can you imagine what it was like to see that change in your lifetime? Today, we live in a technological revolution. We can't keep up with the speed of things happening. My smartphone is not so smart because it's not the newest edition. And I've just paid it off, so it'll have to remain not smart for a little longer. My smart television at the house, it's not smart any longer either. It's, it's way outdated, but it too can wait. I haven't even approached the smartwatch yet. I may eventually. I'm sure I'll jump on the bandwagon. 
but I'll probably like it, and then I'll complain about some of the things that are pushed through in a new software. Our world, God's world, it's ever-changing. Yet in the midst of this change, we can count on God's unwavering love. His love does not change. He tells us this over and over. God knows us. He created us. He watches over us. He knows our plans that he's put in place. Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Deuteronomy 31, 8, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And then Malachi 3.6 just sums it up and says, I, the Lord, do not change. In the face of all that changes around us in our neighborhoods, even in our homes, we can put our faith in God. That he will not forsake us, he will not abandon us, and he'll be with us. Thomas Chisholm penned the words to a hymn that we all know very well. We often sing it. A hymn that speaks of God's unwavering faithfulness and eternal love for us. He wrote, Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not, thy compassions they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. Now, the verses get better and better, but that's all I'll leave you with this morning. But if you go read it, and it just it sums it up, what a testament to God's love are these words. As remarkable as God's love is, the true miracle is that his steadfast love allows me and you to change. In fact, it changes everything for us. <clears throat> His son, Jesus Christ, dying on the cross for me, for you, turned our world upside down. <clears throat> it turned our world upside down because we as individuals can be saved by God's love. It makes us anew. We can look at the world in a different light. Ephesians 2.5 says... But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in transgressions, it is by grace you have been saved. It's because we're saved as individuals, knowing Christ's unchanging love in an unchanging world that we draw together. It's the reason we're here this morning. I'm sure you had plenty of other places you could have been this morning, but you're here. And you're here for one reason only, because of the love of Christ in our lives. It draws us together as a body of believers in worship with one mind. Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. God's love will encourage us to be with each other. It should. It ought to. We're human beings. We're social creatures. 
And because we love God as individuals, we love, we love God together as a group. God's unchanging love changed me. It was God's persistent tug at my heart that changed me in the summer of 1986. I went to Lake Forest Ranch in Macon, Mississippi. Now, I'll be honest with you now, I was looking forward to the campfires and the hot dogs, swimming, tubing, socializing. Yet, in the midst of that very hot Mississippi summer, God was working in my heart. Perhaps he used those hot dogs and campfires and music to do just that. I was unaware, but he was tugging. I made a profession of faith that summer, and my life has changed since then. Now, you know the song, he's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. It took him just a week to make the moon and the stars, and Jupiter and Mars, I believe. But he's still working on me. I'm not sure if I got those words right. Ask your kids. I'm not perfect, but our unchanging God who sent, to die, sent his son to die for our sins allowed me to change. I've only been a member of two churches in my life, in my life the tiny little church of Smithtown Baptist Church up Highway 45. Just before you get to Chunchula, take a left. It's a one street town, unincorporated, little church in the middle of town. I grew up riding bicycles there. And then, of course, Spring Hill Avenue United Methodist Church. It was, again, God's unchanging love that made me realize that it doesn't matter if I were a Baptist or a Methodist, as long as I trusted in his love. It probably didn't hurt that I was also very interested in a young lady who was attending here at the time, Lydia. But even still, I'll give God the credit for bringing us together in this United Methodist Church. I attended here and sang in the choir for a good year before I joined, when one Sunday in this very choir loft, immediately after singing the benediction, Charlie Willison took a very, very firm grip of my arm, so firm, in fact, that I stopped dead in my tracks. Now, I don't know how many of you knew Charlie, but he had a deep voice and a firm grip. While gripping my arm firmly and saying in his deep, deep voice, he said the following, Now, boy, it's time for you to join this church. <laughs> to which I responded, Yes, sir. I joined, I'm not lying, I joined the very next week because my arm was still hurting. <laughs> I didn't want that to happen again. I respected Charlie. I loved Charlie. You see, God, God's love had worked in Charlie's heart years earlier. And Charlie was simply doing what God had called him to do which was to increase God's community in this very church, to increase the believers in the community of Christ here at Spring Hill Avenue United Methodist Church. Charlie, had a lot, Charlie and I had a lot of things in common. We both sang bass. We both loved Mardi Gras. We both suffered from the same affliction up here. But that was all good. Lydia and I married here a year later, and now we have three boys. I guess Charlie knew what he was doing when he was adding to the church 
way back then. Because we are always growing as individuals, because we can change because of the love of Christ, it would make sense that our church might just do the same thing. It might make sense that we might just change as a congregation. Our world is changing around us. We have to adapt to what's going on in our community, our households. Everybody has new priorities, more and more obligations. Those aren't going anywhere. That will not change. In fact, there will probably just be more obligations and more priorities. So where do we stand then as a church? Perhaps at Spring Hill Avenue United Methodist Church, we will decide how to meet these challenges in new ways. We just might have to allocate our time differently, use our resources differently. We might, we might even have to think outside the box. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16 says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Ooh, that sounds daunting. But it is. It's a reality. It's happening around us. But God's love is not changing, so we're not losing hope. Thank goodness God's love does not change, but allows us to change. We can be those instruments of change in our community, in our church, if we reflect on what God has given us, if we reflect on his word. I can't think of a better example than the Spring Hill Avenue United Methodist Church Food Pantry. Can you see what it's doing? Mark Brewer, he and his team helped to feed almost 200 families a month in this very neighborhood. It's amazing. People who might not ever come in contact with us are able to have a, a meal. What a better way to serve God in this community than to help those around us. Our community breakfasts have provided outreach connections with those with whom we may never come in contact again. But God called us to work with them, and the community breakfast has done that. And for those who have organized that, thank you. Even now, as a church, we are visioning forward through SHAPE, Spring Hill Avenue, Spring Hill Avenue Path to Excellence, looking for new ways to be effective in our community. We are considering a new administrative structure that could be can help ministry be more effective in our church. We are doing these things because we understand the importance of making sure that Spring Hill Avenue continues to spread the gospel in Midtown, in Mobile, and beyond. We can change as a body of believers to be an effective church because we serve an unwavering God his steadfast love is for us, it provides us support, it provides us the stability, it gives us the framework within which we can work. His love never changes, but his love changes everything. A love from which we cannot be separated. The Apostle Paul was determined not to be separated from God's unchanging love. He was willing to face hatred 
rejection, offense, betrayal, and even torture from his enemies. He only had one desire, reveal to people that God loves them with a love that goes beyond their wildest dreams. He said, I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let us at Spring Hill Avenue United Methodist Church remain dedicated to serving our Lord and changing as we may to remain relevant and effective servants all in the love of Christ. Peace be with you.